generation at that time. Tithing wasn't something that was optional that we could take off. Why? Because I'm still honoring God. I'm still honoring God. And so learning to put God first, loving the Lord with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your mind. There was a person who, before I had given my life to Christ, had done something very horrific to a member of my family, a child in my family. It was horrible what this person had done, and I did not find out about it until after I had got saved. Everything I had been taught was vengeance. Everything I had been taught before my life with Christ was make that person pay for what they'd done. Get back with them, get, get back at them and whatever, whatever equal to the horrific thing they did that you can make happen to them. But when I got saved and I found out that this had happened to this child in my family, It was no longer an option. And everything in me wanted to do something just to reciprocate at what this person had done. And God told me to forgive. And I said, Lord, they don't deserve forgiveness. And then he reminded me I didn't either. I didn't get forgiveness because I deserved it. I got forgiveness because Jesus paid for it. And I believed on Jesus and I received what he did for me. And I was in a position where I came to the place, Lord, I will forgive them because I love you. I will forgive them just because I love you and I don't want anything standing between me and you. And with that, I had to release all of the desire and the ill will and, and, and the want to see them punished and to see them hurt for the damage they had caused. I understand that if that person has not or does not accept Jesus as Lord, they will suffer for what they did. God will punish. But if they receive Jesus as Lord and ask Him to forgive for what they did, God will forgive them. And I will see them in heaven. And I had to come to a place where I could be okay with that because I love God. I love God more than my right to hold on to that unforgiveness. I love God more than my right to want to see that person hurt or to see that person pay. And whether that person ever knows it or not, he, that person probably doesn't even care. But it wasn't, I didn't forgive that person for his sake, for him. I forgave that person because my father asked me to. And I love God more. That was probably one of the hardest things that I had to do in my, in my maturing in Christ. If I had not chosen to do that, it would have become an obstacle for my growth and I couldn't have grown beyond that point. And so when it says, 
to love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind. This is the first and great commandment. We need to take that seriously. I love God more than, and then you fill in the blank. Anything that would try to stop you from being obedient to Him or stop you from acting on His Word or stop you from, from yielding yourself to His plan, I love God more. I love Him with everything I am. And loving God... If you'll practice it, you'll find yourself loving him at a different level five years from now than you love him today. I don't believe we will ever come to a place where we say, I, I can't grow anymore in my love for God. I think we will always be increasing in our love for God if we will apply ourselves. Amen? But... It is the first and great commandment. And the second is like unto it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself. The New Testament emphasizes even, even so strongly loving your fellow believer. We're going to be in heaven. To, we're going we're to live in eternity forever together. Amen. So you might as well start loving me now. <laughs> we might as well just gain skill and proficiency in this love walk now. Love, the love command isn't going to become uh, uh, out of date after time ends. And say, okay, time has ended. You're not governed by the love command anymore because God never changes and He's still love. For eternity, God will be love. God is love. And we for eternity will be governed by the love command. So walking in the Spirit, walking in the Spirit is always going to, number one, have me walking in love with God. And number two, walking in love with my fellow believers. And if I'm not doing those two things, if I'm taking a step away from those two actions, I'm not walking in the Spirit. And I'm not maturing. Amen? Oh, thank you, Lord. Father, we yield our lives to you. We trust you, Father, with our future, with our well-being. And we determine today to love you with all our heart. Would you just lift your hands right now and just yield yourself to this great commandment, the first and the great commandment, to love the Lord your God. Hallelujah. Father, we yield to that love. We yield. Lord, we have received love from you. And we reciprocate that love by loving you in return with everything in our being. Hallelujah. Go ahead and put those hands down for just a minute with your eyes closed. I want to give an opportunity if you're here today and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord. If you're here today and you're walking perhaps away from a relationship you once had with Him. And you would choose this morning to return to Him or maybe this is the first time and you want to accept Him as your Lord. If that's you, would you lift your hands right where you are and just say, I want to make Jesus the Lord of my life. I want to pray with you today if that's you and you would like to accept Jesus as Lord.
Hallelujah. Praise God. Everybody confident in their walk with God. Father, I pray over each and every person today under the sound of my voice, Lord, that we would increase in our level of maturity, that we would take spiritual growth seriously, and that we would apply ourselves to walking in your word and be do, being doers of your word. Hallelujah. We ask it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Praise the Lord.